goal of any governor is to not only deal with the daily crises, not only try to certainly build out your economy, help the education system, but at a greater level, leave things better than how you found. And I look at the Western Governors Association and the foundation as affording that opportunity for folks all across the West. Hello, and welcome to Out West, the official podcast of the Western Governors Association, a bipartisan organization representing the governors of the 22 westernmost states and territories. I'm Jim Augsbury, executive director of WGA. This episode of Out West highlights the Western Governors Foundation, the philanthropic arm of the association. The foundation leverages the charity and collective influence of current and former Western governors to promote the welfare of our region. The foundation boasts the most remarkable board of directors, composed of its vice chair, Brian Sandoval, the former governor of Nevada, C.L. Butch Otter, the former governor of Idaho, Matt Mead, the former governor of Wyoming, and the three directors I'm speaking with today, Steve Bullock, the former governor of Montana, David Ige, the current governor of Hawaii, and the foundation's chair, Dennis Dugard, the former governor of South Dakota. Governor Dugard, is, as, as chair, you know, we reinvented the foundation as a philanthropic organization in 2018. And, and I think you might've been the first to raise your hand. You're so enthusiastic about it. I guess why? Well, I think aside from the art competition, the foundation had been relatively idle, relatively dormant. And the idea of recreating it in a way that could make it a more dynamic philanthropic arm of the Western Governors Association made sense to me. I also knew from conversations with other governors who were ending their terms and who would essentially be disconnected from the Western Governors Association. This offered an avenue to stay connected with the Western governors and with each other because I think we made good friendships among the governors and we didn't want to depend entirely upon our own connectivity and the foundation became a way to help us stay in touch through some formal structure. And so it was in part selfishness, wanting to stay in touch with friends. How about you, Governor Gate? You are awfully quick to volunteer as well. Sure. You know, it's it's one of those things, I think, and uh, and Dennis said it as well. Uh, you know, many times uh, the the business of being governor and as serving and you know, the value that the Western governors brings as a, as a sitting governor, um, a lot of the issues that we're working on are so, are so uh, common, so much in common. But, but I could see when you look at the art program, for example, that there are really great projects that oftentimes is not top of mind or the highest priority project, but that um, the office of the governor in each of the states can add so much value to amplify and uh, reaffirm uh, the messages. Celebrate the West is the foundation's annual high school art competition, which challenges students to create works of art inspired by their state or otherwise evocative of living in the West. The sixth annual competition is now open and will be accepting entries until April 30th. Governor David Ige reflects on the value of this project. 
the artwork generated by each of the participants in all of our states uh, really embraced the diversity of the Western states, but more importantly, the talent uh, that is demonstrated and, and is brought to bear uh, in the course of that contest is just uh, tremendous. If you just think about other causes or issues that the, the governors uh, in all of the states care about, uh, and it might not be top of mind in the uh, WGA agenda per se, because we're working on other things, but um, can be a powerful platform for moving those issues forward. And, and Governor Bullock, I understand that you were interested in the foundation just so you could stay close to Butch Daughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jim. And, but, you know, and in part what Governor Dugard said, like, Look, I think that the Western Governors Association, in my eight years as governor, it's been a unique group of leaders that all recognize that what we share in common is greater than what might divide us politically, geographically, ideologically. Western governors are pragmatic, focused on getting things done, and fiercely bipartisan. The governors are contributing their leadership and bipartisan ethos to the foundation as it explores new frontiers in charity and philanthropy. Governor Steve Bullock elaborates. So when the Western Governor Association was kind of, kind of re-up this foundation, both for some of the things that it's already doing, but for what it can be is a piece of not only what supports that sort of ethos that I think the Western Governor Association has always represented, but in a time where I think there, there is that need just to, for the commonality, was excited to be a part of it and certainly to continue on the board after my term of service is over in January. What is it about the West or, or WGA that has, has promoted that bipartisan ethos? Is, it, is there something just about the West? Because it, it seems a little more collegial than and uh, cooperative maybe than in, in other regions of the country? I think it's either something about the West or that the individuals, the disparate Western states actually elect to be the leaders of their respective states. I mean, certainly we all share unique interests or unique sort of things that ground us from public lands to some of the conservation to the issues along the way. And as Montanans, we're a little bit libertarian. We don't always trust government, but we really care about our neighbor. And taking that even beyond just the state of Montana, I think that's part of what has kept the WGA so strong is that it's like, we really care about our neighbors and that might be in other states. So we want to find a way that we can actually build on what we hold in common, not actually be emphasized and focused on what might divide us. Governor Dugard, does that resonate with you at all? Oh, yes. I'm sure that's true of the, the West. Uh, it is, uh, it's still a habit that when you meet somebody on the highway, you wave at them, even though they're likely to be a stranger, you wave at them. And others who visit South Dakota laugh about but oftentimes, I remember when I lived in Chicago, I still had this habit of looking at people that I was approaching, looking them in the face that I was approaching on the street. 
because it's a habit you develop in a small state, in a rural state, you might know that person who is approaching you on the street. So you're looking everyone in the face. Is there someone I know that I should greet? And yet, of course, in a big city like Chicago, that, that never happened. And uh, <laughs> yet it's a habit you can't break. It's a habit of being good neighbors and wanting to be neighborly. And I think that's true of the Western states. Throughout the history of the West, our communities have fostered traditions of cooperation and neighbors helping neighbors. The governors have contributed mightily to those traditions and continue to do so through the charitable work of the foundation. The chair of the foundation, Governor Dennis Dugard, elucidates this point. It's important that the collegiality that developed, at least during the years I was governor, among the Western governors, it was a uh, I think remarkable. And the way Butch Otter and Steve Bullock and Matt Mead and Jack Dalrymple and I, we'd all kid each other and David would kid each us and the way we kidded each other, uh, we got to be friends as individuals. And that helps when you're dealing with policy matters where we ideologically might not agree, we can still be agreeable and we can still help each other see the other person's point of view in a way that doesn't create defensiveness or aggressiveness or partisanship. And that's something that the Western Governors Association has today that I think is unique among the Governors Associations. And so I think it's something we have to be very deliberate about maintaining and preserving. It's definitely uh, one of those things when you think about it and, you know, when you first uh, become governor, you're really, you know, up to your eyeballs in the challenges of uh, each and every state. And, and you're thinking to yourself that uh, you're on an island, you're alone, um, that Hawaii is different than South Dakota, than Montana. Uh, and yet you get to the Western governors and, uh, and suddenly you discover as as Steve had said, you know, that there's more in common than differences. Um, the federal government tries to treat all the states in the same way. Uh, and so you, you learn very quickly that um, the power of uh, many states uh, sharing uh, common objectives uh, can really make a bigger impact on the federal government uh, in terms of uh, changing the way they do business. Uh, and, and, you know, quite frankly, uh, when I first got involved, um, you know, some of my predecessors reminded me to remember who's uh, Democrats and who's Republicans. And uh, the first conference I got to, I didn't, I couldn't tell, right? I mean, you thought it would be obvious just by talking with people, uh, but uh, partisanship uh, was not part of the conversation at all. And uh, there really was no way to determine. I, I didn't know that uh, Dennis Dugard was a Republican. And it was very obvious that it didn't matter. Um, you know, when we're talking about issues uh, and we are talking about serving our communities, um, you know, the partisanship uh, is just invisible uh, because we know that if we work together, we can do a whole lot more. Well, I might just, just uh, conclude by maybe asking each of you uh, what your vision is for the foundation going ahead. Governor Dugard, as, as chair, what do, what do you see uh, for the future of the foundation? Well, I'm very excited about the leadership initiative that we spoke about at our last meeting. The idea of bringing together young adults 
at the Western Governors Association meeting and perhaps offering some leadership 101, the opportunity to attend the association meeting and, and learn from the panels. I think that'll be uh, a very appropriate initiative of the foundation among others like the arts, like workforce, like uh, we talked about uh, Governor Mead's idea of producing a document, a book, or a, a writing about the bipartisan nature and the importance of striving toward continued bipartisanship among the Western governors. It's too often sport at the congressional level to uh, create partisan divides. And, and that's an unfortunate thing that I, I think we can continue to avoid at the governor's level. Yeah, how about you? You know, as I had said earlier, I really do believe that uh, the Western governors is uh, a terrific platform for highlighting and uh, elevating real critical issues and programs that uh, I think the power of the governors uh, can really amplify, uh, accelerate. And, and as uh, Dennis had mentioned, I think leadership is uh, a perfect uh, platform to embrace. Um, in no other uh, job is leadership uh, even more important. You know, as I said, the Western Governors Foundation gives us an opportunity uh, to work on uh, issues and uh, highlight things that we uh, do every day, but that really doesn't uh, be, become part of an agenda item at the WGA formal uh, activities. And, and, you know, this uh, leadership and arts are, are areas I think that we all uh, work on and embrace uh, fully. Uh, and the Western Governors Foundation just gives us uh, another platform uh, to elevate these issues in a way that uh, I would not be able to do it otherwise. The philanthropic work of the foundation perfectly complements the substantive policy work of the Western Governors Association. Governor Bullock has the last word. Yeah, you know, I'd say that the goal of any governor um, is to not only deal with the daily crises, not only try to certainly build out your economy, help the education system, but at a greater level, leave things better than how you found them. Um, and I look at the Western Governor Association and the foundation as affording that opportunity for folks all across the West to utilize the foundation to leave things a little bit better than how we found them, certainly with the leadership mission. Uh, certainly with the notion of what we can do with the foundation of helping assist and underscoring sort of those key tenets of bipartisanship and figuring out how to make things actually work in a time where a lot of people are cynical that things can work. Um, I think the great thing is that the Western Governors Foundation is something that still has the opportunity to be built as we take off, meaning that this thing can create all kinds of great opportunities, not just for governors, not just for the youth, not just for all of those interests that are engaged with the Western Governors Association, but can be sort of a platform where what we all decide, and the collective isn't just the governors, but it's all of those that support WGA and Western Governors Foundation, that will help sort of 
write the chapters of what this becomes in the future. And I feel blessed to get to be a part of it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Out West, presented by the Western Governors Association. To learn more about the ongoing work of the Western Governors Foundation, please visit westgov.org. And be sure to join us next time as we continue to discuss critical issues facing the Western United States. Finally, WGA would like to thank the Honorable Dennis Dugard, Steve Bullock, and Governor David Ige for sharing their stories and for their dedication to serving the West alongside their colleagues, the Honorable Brian Sandoval, Butch Otter, and Matt Mead. Happy trails, everyone.